Today is Monday, February 13th, 2017. This is episode 24 of Mail Storm Radio. Maelstrom Radio. With your hosts, Flannis and Shinder. And welcome, everybody, to Maelstrom Radio. My name is Flattis. My co-host with me today, uh, it's Shin. And every day. it's a, Yeah, it's true. It's Galentine's Day. Us what? gals get together and, and talk about... No? Or not gals? Oh, I mean, I'm hearing some of that echoey things we're talking about. What? I'm I swear I am muted on all fronts, sir. I'll double check. Are you sure? Maybe it's just I I I don't know. Well, maybe we'll we'll play with it later. Maybe. Is it coming through stream or is it Welcome yeah, to the so show. No, I'm, I'm listening to I'm listening to the stream. Okay. Oh, we're getting echo on the stream. I don't know, maybe it's just a, a weird oddity. Anyways, we can we can figure that out later. It's not terrible. Well, not more so than some of our worst episodes. Oh jeez. Never again. I mean I would I would wanna fix that. So bad. <laughs> anyway, how's it how's it going? It it's going interesting. Uh not a lot this past week. Okay. Well, I I guess I did the the one special thing I did is I didn't get to play a whole lot of Final Fantasy this week, but I did end up to get my uh, Bismarck Bird to the annoyance of everyone else in our FC. He's just like, look, I got a Bubble Bird. I'm like, we all hate you. Silently hate you. Uh... As will probably half our listener base, because that was my second time running Bismarck stream. Yeah. You Son of a bitch. God damn it. How's your week? I don't know. Hopefully that double audio thing is fixed. If it's not, I'm gonna flip a table. But not so much double audio, just kind of more like echo chambery. Oh. You also seem really, really loud. Oh, I can actually I can fix that. All on the fly. This is riveting. Ri- <laughs> this is riveting stuff for Mails from Radio. I apologize. This is why we need to like test stream before the stream. I, ap- I apologize. Hopefully that's better. Hopefully that fixes some things. It sounds a lot better now. Yeah, I fixed it. That was my fault. I broke it. So welcome to Mails from Radio, where Flatus fucks up everything in the beginning of the show, and uh... you haven't pulled a Tamlin yet. I I I listen. 
as the fucking icy winds of Thor blow cold, I will not ever pull a Tamlin on this show. Although I may have solutions for certain things, but that's something you and I need to sit down and work through, like audio wise, and sit down on a weekend. But you're out this weekend, so not happening this weekend. I already, wait, quick. I, are you off on Monday? This Monday? Yeah, the 20th. I am, in fact, off this Monday. You are? I am. Guess what? So am I. Let's, 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 uh, let's, let's. Shenanigans. Let's fix some of that shit. We, we, maybe we should, maybe we should stream shenanigans as we fix the audio. I can do that before we do, like, our live show. I can absolutely do. Yeah. And then we can have people berate us for not having our audio. That sounds good. If you don't hear an echo, it's because I had just fixed the echo. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get <laughs> to our damn sh- uh, I cannot wait to be on the con- like the content creators list this week, because it's going to be like, Limp Break Radio, 100 episodes, da-da-da-da, Mog Talk, Phoenix Down Radio. Hey guys, we got a fucking Echoes, and welcome <laughs> to <Mr>. Radio, where... <laughs> The fucking half this shit's made up and the points don't matter. And if that's enticing to you, you should come check out Garuda Gang. Because we can also do infomercials on this show. Yeah, thank you. That's a great, great segue into recruiting for our, our FC. Hey, by the way, uh, thank you to Cal and some other people that have gone, like, have joined our FC and gone to listen to our episodes. I don't know why, but thank you. But so far, um... <laughs> Docatron chat. I will cut you both. Uh, so we, uh, so you all know, uh, we are recruiting for the FC. We also uh, we have people joining our static slowly. We have Cal who's, uh, who's just recently joined. He's leveling a black mage for us. Uh, it's nice to have people come and ask me like, "What do you need? Give me guidance and tell me what you need." I was like, "Bro, I'll take I'll take deeps. Give me deeps." Yeah, and as soon as he, you ask him, what do we need? He sends me a message and is like, hey, got, what do we need? Yeah, what do we need? What <laughs> got? Like, ah. Uh, here's the list of what we have, which is almost nothing. Yeah, and now we're getting Pick something not on that list, so anything. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so, it, listen, if you're joining us or you're, you need guidance in your life, come see Garuda <laughs> Can't promise it'll be good guidance, but we can give you one hell of a trip. <laughs> it's like Mad Max in that bitch. It's like Thunderdome. Two men enter nobody's leaving <laughs> is that how mad that's how thunderdome went right no i don't think so tina turner was there she was class is scared don't worry class it's all it's all good giveaways guess what <laughs> uh we're still giving away a uh moogle mount zoom mount uh for youtube so if you're listening to this go to our youtube page um, cause we want to say, just go to youtube.com forward slash maelstrom radio. And in order to do that, we need you to go click the button that says subscribe. We get a hundred followers. We can get our lovely name up there and we don't have to have this weird shit <laughs> lengthy thing. Uh, so, uh, give that a random, uh, follower or subscriber to our channel. will get a, uh, a sweet mount of their choice. You can get the zoom out, the actually any mount really, if you want, if you just want to, the broomstick mount, like the flying broomstick, he can give you that. It doesn't matter. You, you can, what you... about the floating giant fat moogle? Yeah, that's that's a fat moogle. That one. If you want it, that's what you want. It's whatever you want. We're here to please. 
just you know put us in your ear um <laughs> so uh <laughs> so uh if you're here right now throughout the show i'm going to uh you got to give us a follow here on maelstrom radio but if you're here right now i would say by the time we hit our main talking point just uh be forewarned follow give us a follow uh, i am gonna hit the uh as uh we we start doing our uh outros and thanks i'm gonna run a little contest right so if you want to win a free minion all you got to do is just follow us and when the button when i hit the button for the giveaways to do, to hit the button you'll see it and you'll just type in the special code and you'll be entered and i'll hit a button and then i'll choose one of you randomly and you get a minion of your choice <laughs> Uh, we have a secondary uh, giveaway today, don't we? We do. It's for a, a, a mount, um, which uh, ra- I got to I got to use a random generator for that one. But uh, we got two. Uh, we got some emails. Did we just get another one? <laughs> no, it's just twisting it. No, 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 we only have two emails. We just only got two. Also, well, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> uh, so we have uh, two emails for the write-in. One email is from Klaus. Uh, Klaus is actually live with us uh, here at Maelstrom Radio, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Maelstrom Radio. Hi, Klaus. Uh, The Spider-Man shirt means that Yoshi P likes Marvel, (laughs) but my guess is Samurai, mainly because of the fact that the director of the first three movies was Sam Raimi, which sounds very close to Samurai. That and the fact that if we had two DPS classes added, it would totally mess up the DPS cues in the game. It's not a very entertaining answer, but I think it's possibly the closest to the truth. I'm enjoying the show. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Klaus. Uh, so we got that one. I kind of agree. I don't want two DPS because, I mean, just, we have too much DPS. Too much. We need we need to spread it out. We need to spread the load. We did get another one. I'm not going to use their name. I'm going to use their email name. Zombie Rocker 1331. To whom it may concern. I am interested in the blue mage. I am forever and always me. <laughs> the anonymity is <laughs> palpable. <laughs> I don't know. You, I, I can't tell if you're pissed. <laughs> or, or... No, no, I'm, I'm more kind of confused. It, it sounds almost like one of those spam emails that you guys like to whom it may concern. Yeah, I am a Nigerian prince <laughs> and I want to give you $10 million. Just supply your bank account information. And by the way, if you do, you can supply Maelstrom Radio with $10 million. We just don't want to give you our banking information. Just, you can find other ways to give us money. Just drop it off. Like, you don't have to get my address, but I'll meet you in a parking lot during the day. <laughs> Not at night. I'm this smart. This is getting a little creepy now. We're, what? Meet you in a abandoned parking lot late at night. I said during trying the day. to do a financial transaction. Is that not how you make money? Not in general, no. <laughs> what happened? We used to be a Final Fantasy fourteen podcast. Speaking of which, <laughs> we have news today, don't we? Are we planning on actually like giving away the minion first? No, I was gonna do the minion closer to the end of the show. I'm just letting people know if they give us a follow now, that way they're in. So you're okay. in now. Listen, I'm announcing the this one. Once. The one that. Oh, that one. Uh, I'm gonna email the, the one that we just talked about. I'm gonna email okay, because I, I can't. I can't do the thing. I got I didn't do a random generator before the show. I suck. All right, thanks. Thanks for putting me under the bus. <laughs> I thought we were friends. 
One job. One job. <laughs> one job. I did a lot of things today. <laughs> that one job is everything on the show, but Shit. one job. Shit, it's Galentine's Day. We're supposed to be gals talking about our feelings and aren't we are we not gals? You don't know how to answer that. You don't know how to answer that without I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> Anything you could say could piss off a group of people. <laughs> As we found out. By the way, yeah, I'm not worried. By the way, uh, before a big thank you again to uh, Gamerscape and Fusion X for uh, adding us to the content creator group. Uh, it's fantastic. We have seen an increase in our uh, subscriber base. It's gone up. We went up a lot once, and then I think I said something on the last show. We went down a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> who knows? After this week, <laughs> we may hit a we may hit a negative. Anyway, developer shows off Final Fantasy fourteen on the HoloLens. So great segue. Yeah, great, right? <laughs> well, uh well, I, I'll make it segue. Listen, uh like going down, he cl- decluttered. It's decluttering. <laughs> I we want clutter. Actually, let's, I'm digging us a hole. Um so Shin you did, are. Shin, did you look at this thing? I did see the demo. I think it was actually pretty awesome, and I sent it around to a few friends and were like, hey. Ignoring the fact that this is Final Fantasy because they weren't really big Final Fantasy players, but you could see this applying to a lot of different games, applications, etc. Anything. Warcraft. Any MMO, really, where you have a lot of things on your screen. Like, I could see this. If I were a raider and I could have, like, like, concentrate. What's the biggest thing, right? You always want to focus on what's going on in front of you. So if you could have deep like meters and stuff that are, like, within your eye spot or around your screen or, like, like something where it's not like right. I don't know. For me, like I can find a lot of uses. I mean, even if it's just like fighting games and stuff where you can see like your health bar move with your character and stuff like that. You know, like if you want to focus more, I don't know. To me, I can see it working. Um, Especially for a lot of those extraneous windows, like your inventory or it's like for Final Fantasy, the couple hot bars that you have that are just full of all of your class gear so you don't have to go through all the menus to switch your class. Yeah. It'd be nice. Or just get, like, a really giant gaming monitor and then have, like, a, you know, 37-inch gaming monitor and just be like, I might, I have all the bars and I can, got to take two minutes to scroll across my screen to get there. So, uh, in case you guys didn't know, uh, February 27th is all, all world's maintenance. Um, in order to accompany patch 3.55 and ending uh and ending the feast season three we will be performing uh infrastructure maintenance on all worlds so that's going to be happening on february 27th at 6 p.m pacific standard to february 28th at to 2 a.m pacific standard so i would expect uh having some free time that night <laughs> uh looks like they're shutting servers down pretty early so um and you know what that means i would say you know maybe take the night off and come watch us it's probably your that best that sounds bet. about good yeah it's probably your best bet you can we can get 10 minutes of us bullshitting <laughs> in the intro uh like every night exactly uh so in case you haven't <laughs> listen been under a rock uh fan fest frankfurt is this saturday uh shin and i will be live here 4 30 a.m me in a hoodie scratching my beard being like what time is it and i i won't have the video on if we are streaming but i will definitely be there at least if my alarm goes off correctly i'll be there yeah um i'll be i'll be on camera shin will be in voice i'll be here with the coffee uh 
and we'll just just give you not we're not going to stream the the actual fan fest because we'll be kicked off twitch but uh we will just react and and talk to you guys and just chat and have a comfortable relaxing four o'clock in the morning get together i'll bring the coffee <laughs> there might be one or two holy shits going on during that stream yeah that may perk me up so or not i don't know <laughs> depending what they announce fall asleep right as the cutscene goes or right as the uh video goes this is me dead on dead on the air just wake up wake up yeah they're showing the new job what the answer hashtag. surprise we get the photographer hashtag, yeah, hashtag hashtag prompto uh <laughs> i'm still disappointed that no one sent that one in yeah oh did i tell you that i Remember the all right, real quick. Final Fantasy Fifteen. You know that birds statue thing that you could sit on the bench next to and take a have prompt to take a picture of you. Yeah, I found a second one now. <clears throat> There's a second one, right? So yeah, I made a correlation to that bird and a, a different bird. All right, not big one, not a big one, not a big yellow one, but there is a bird. It's a popular bird. I will make. I will post it out later after the show. My correlation. This the bird from Final Fantasy Fifteen looks so oddly specific. And, and oddly, like, a, another bird on, on a popular YouTube series. A very mysterious and odd popular YouTube series. All right, we'll have to go in. Check that out later. Excuse me. I, I'm, I'm, you'll see it. <laughs> I saw it. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Speaking of crazy, <laughs> let's get weird. Weirder. Weirder. <laughs> yes. Good old Kenny Crow. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, so our main talking point tonight is our predictions for FanFest Frankfurt. A lot of things we could say we know, like we can, we can, we could say there is a job, but we, we could still arguing. People are still vying for blue mage. People are still saying, Hey dude, samurai. Did you see those dats? The dot dats? <laughs> it's, it's that file. Yeah. The dot dat file. How about dat? <laughs> no just just no <laughs> you hate me a little bit right now don't you it's okay maybe more than a little galentine's day us <laughs> gals just talking about predictions go aqua gleam hunter force yes we we are slowly pissing off our, our user base um okay so shin how many jobs do you think we're gonna get like how, how? Like honestly, what do you think? Is it going to be just the one and the one and done? Or are we going to get a surprise? Like, bam, we're getting both blue mate, like a blue mage and samurai. I honestly think that we're only going to get one. Although I'm really, really hoping that we get two announcements. I I could see them from the things that we've kind of seen so far. It very much feels like there's only going to be one more job class or job added uh, between mentions previously with. Uh, the the challenge that is to balance adding three new jobs in an expansion, uh, the earlier Twitter accident where they announced that there's only going to be two classes, the fact that we've seen references to one class but none of another, and we really don't have a lot of uh, strong reason to believe that there will be two more classes added. Now, if they were going to add in a third one, I could see them almost doing something mid-expansion, kind of like they did the Ninja before uh, 3.0 dropped, we get a third class, but it happens during the course of 4.0. Oh, 
All right, so let me let me pause on that thought for a second. So what like a the story could lead to it like we somehow like unlock through a storyline that we get another class, kind of like how Yugiri was ninja and we got we unlocked it that way. So later on we find someone like uh, may have it be a samurai or have it be a blue mage like we find somebody like Bro, what if it was like a Yoda, like an Obi Wan situation where he's out in the desert and we find a blue mage? It's like, are you talking about like uh, Robon? He's old. He's the mentor. He lives in the desert. But is he Obi? He's our only hope. <laughs> All right. I mean, I don't remember Obi Wan losing an arm. That was no, that was Luke. That was Luke. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, like I could see some sort of scenario where they kind of lead it up and it gives them a little bit more room to play with the the two classes released with the expansion, uh, get them tuned, get them figured out a little bit, and then bring in another one. And that way, too, you don't get the whole mass exit or the mass uh, everyone rolls that one class. Like when Heavens were launched and there was so many classes that were just Astrologian, Dark Knight, and Machinist. And now we're going to go into um, Stormblood here, and I'm sure there's going to be cl- or groups that are just full of red mages. Okay, so with that being said, do you think the next class they should should release be specifically a healer or a tank? What do you think is more needed right now? I'm really biased, and I would love to have another healer. But if you're talking about what's more needed, I really think a nice or a better tank is needed because Wait. not that the current tanks aren't bad, hey. but no one wants to play tanks for some reason. Oh, oh, besides me. Yeah, yeah. Every single time that I'm waiting for a duty, it's always the tank that we have an issue waiting for. I, I've never really seen. Actually, with my healer cues, I've had to wait four or five minutes to get cues just because I'm a healer. Tanks seem to be much rarer within the game right now. So adding another tank class that's more appealing, kind of like the Dark Knight, because the Dark Knight to me is one of the most appealing tank classes, uh, would be definitely helpful. Yeah, I mean, also you got to remember. I mean, it's not only me. I mean, from Musecast, loves playing Dark Knight. So there's two. There's at least two people you know that like tanking. <laughs> uh, Chili in chat. If Samurai's tank, hope it's blunt based. <laughs> Like they gotta, they gotta have big swords. Oh, you mean that kind of blunt? I thought you meant like, like, <laughs> like it was rolling and smoking. I mean, something tells me that it might be closer to like dancer. Just chill, like, like instead of tanking, it like blows puffs of smoke in their boss, like enemies' faces, and gets them just to chill out. Maybe that'll be the class that's introduced mid-expansion. Yeah. Like you come across this guy that's just chilling in the middle of nowhere. He's not really doing a whole lot. And, <laughs> he's and like, he becomes your mentor. He's like, I do blood damage, man. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Squirt- that would definitely be a tank, too. You just sit in the middle and absorb everything. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Squirt Enix. You can't feel anything. I will voice act that guy. <laughs> Please hit me up. You can find me at Twitter at Flattis. <laughs> I will hit. I will do. I will vo- yeah. <laughs> Chili Sam uses case of munchies. It's highly effective. <laughs> he tra- yeah, he trains you for snacks. His, uh, the cross class that he's good with is culinarian. Yeah. It makes total sense now. We figured it out. We unraveled that box. <clears throat> All right, so... So with that, how many classes do you think we're going to get? We've talked about... Definitely we've, we've said one, but do you think there's going to be more here? I think... 
all right so i i'm still on that train that the shirt had two meanings i think it meant two classes i really think it meant both samurai and blue mage because yoshi p has said both things he's like sam raimi is the first director of the spider-man movies oh but also you have to look at the starting how how spider-man starts like the like look at the like the or you know the uh origin of spider-man like it's very odd that he keeps playing both sides of the fence. Now he does like people arguing. He likes that, like you know, you know, please look forward to it, where people are going back and forth on the forums and and Reddit. He loves that stuff. But at the same time, it's weird that he's playing both sides, isn't it? Like it's, I find it a little odd that it's not like, like how do, how do you how do you pull the the wool over people's eyes? So you 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 get you roll up on one shirt and troll the hell out of everybody and make them argue. <laughs> To be fair, I would really, if I was in that position and the fan base was going in two directions, I would just kind of egg them both on. And then, if possible, do something completely different just to screw with them. Like, that would be the best thing is if you're like, oh, yeah, it could be this or this. You're like, no, you're both wrong. You were giving you this. Yeah, and it's, and then it's the marionette one. It's the puppeteer. It's <laughs> which, which Donkadron, which I know, yeah. Well, not get started on so pet pet classes need to get better if they're gonna be <laughs> we have we have broke down that pet class <laughs> if fairy shouldn't be able to do everything for you i'm just saying just does everything do like scholars it. actually do things holy shit if you made a scholar he just cut you deep <laughs> he just cut you deep well, i mean you can just sit there and let your pet do all the healing Mm. <clears throat> uh, you know <laughs> Peep. all right so reason 38 uh in chat i hope we get to i don't want to level another tank <laughs> to be yeah i agree uh i i would like to see a healer and a uh a, a dps I, a blue mage healer would be interesting like learning how to how the enemy, like how the the creatures attack, and then using that as an advantage for healing in some sort of fashion. I know it'd be weird, but samurai yeah, healer I, doesn't make sense. I really have this whole. I would really love to have a class that's almost similar. I think it was the blood mage in Vanguard, uh, or something that can deal damage. I think the shadow priest is kind of similar in Warcraft as well, yes. where you can deal damage in order to heal. But unfortunately, with the um, archetype system that we have right now you can't have a class that kind of shares both dps and heal roles absolutely so uh but they are changing the the uh the changing the abilities but i don't think they're going to change the whole backing end of it <laughs> but if they are please add support right i, I know you love a control class you no know you would buddy <laughs> no you do uh, well and we could talk about that in a, a little bit uh, later on. There's another bullet point that I have that kind of goes into some other stuff. So, um, so do, do you have any thoughts? Like, do you think Samurai is going to – I mean, Samurai sounds pretty much like a tank class. Do you think Blue Mage will go healer? Do you think it's going to be just – like, it sounds more like a TPS class with the way it kind of works in the, the series? I'm honestly not too familiar with the Blue Mage in the series. Uh, I haven't experienced a lot of other Final Fantasy games still. Uh, so I really don't know if it's going to go which way. Uh, Blue mages uh, take the the uh, moves off their enemies, essentially. Like so, I it, it to me in the Final Fantasy fourteen world, it would be your your quest would be go fight a monster, 
and then learn an ability based on that so like like web would be your 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 stun like a webbing would be your stun like holding it place so on and so forth uh <laughs> Uh, let's see, uh, Kiri Togal 100. If I butch your name, I apologize. My name is Kate. Nice to meet you. Uh, yeah. Why can't SE make Final Fantasy 14 lower sub fee like one to five dollars instead of ten for Legacy Final Fantasy 14 players, twelve to fifteen for Final Fantasy uh, newer Final Fantasy 14 players, or Square Enix should just let us pay Gil for sub fee, or SE should make Final Fantasy 14 free to play but still produce good content or rather make an old slash new Final Fantasy game sub fee instead since SE is making a lot of money through Final Fantasy and Roman Born, 14 expansion and Mog Station, etc. Uh Shin, do you want to answer that or do you want me to crack take a crack at that one? I'll let you take a crack at this one first. Alright. Uh the reason being, Kate, uh it's because uh for example, alright, for free to play, I'll I'll tell you right now. If they have to do free to play, they're gonna to have to rely on Mog Station for extra income for people. And the problem with that is that then a lot of the extra stuff, the extra good content that we get, has to go towards making stuff for the Mog Station, essentially. Um which would suck. That means a lot of our patch is gonna be like instead of us getting an extra dungeon, we'll get you know, you know, two dungeons every or whatever it's gonna be, or an extra trial or a character or something like that, they're going to have to use some of that production money towards stuff on the Mog Station. Um, the stuff for the Legacy players, um, they could have done a special pricing for a year, a couple years, or like, hey, thanks for supporting us through 1.0, um, and you can have a lifetime sub at this price if you're willing to pay it, you know, in one bulk go or something like that. They could have done that. They just didn't decide it because they did give let people that had the game they gave you no sub uh, in the remaining uh, time in 1.0, so that kind of subsidized the cost. And then you got to remember they brought down the servers, redid the game entirely from the ground up, and relaunched it. Um, and that, I mean, they were in the red, like like they were losing money because MMOs are not cheap. They're not just they're just not cheap things uh, to make. Um, so 14 being in the state it was at 1.0, and then going into 2.0 being a success. I get it. Uh, I, I mean, 12, 12 bucks is pretty good for a game. I mean, most MMOs, the guild thing, I kind of agree. I wish, like the Christia, I wish they could use that in a better. It would probably kill the RMT in the game if you could use it to buy Gil or use it to Gil to buy Christia and use the Christia to buy uh, monthly fee. Like that, that would get some of that extra Gil out of the game, but. I, I mean, at least on the free to play side, that's that's it. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I, in general, with a lot of these businesses too, they are making lots of money. But it also the more time, people that are playing, the more investment that they have to put into it. Uh, we get a lot of content every single patch. They're doing a lot of work, and they have to get that back. So when you're talking about like they're making a lot of money through the original game, the expansions and stuff like that, when you buy that expansion for 40 to $80, depending on, or even less if you get it on sale, uh, you're paying for the time that it took for them to actually build that content out. So really, they've been working kind of for free on the expansion for the past few months or past few years, and uh, they are recuperating that cost now when they launch it and we have to buy that full price. 
when you pay your subscription fee in between there, that's what kind of pays for the content in between the expansions. So really it's not that they just keep making money and like they've done the content now and they're done. They're just going to rake in the money. They're taking that money and they're reinvesting. I know when we were in uh, Vegas for the North American fan fest, they mentioned that they were taking the whole budget and all the income that they were doing. And a large portion of that was getting reinvested. And because they had such a successful uh, year or two years with uh, 2.0 and 3.0, they were able to put a much larger investment when they put in, uh, for Stormblood, and in turn, we get a lot more content, a lot better content, higher quality stuff. They've also invested it back in stuff for us, such as uh, bringing in more voice acting, doing a lot better quality in certain cutscenes, adding features that were looking quality of life improvements. Uh, there's definitely a lot of things which they definitely that they provide for us that really they wouldn't be able to do if they kind of cut down their prices. And, and a lot of times people bring up the fact like, oh, if their subscription's cheaper, they'd have more people paying. But that's not necessarily the case either. Uh, cutting down the price in subscription does bring a few more people to the table, but it also reduces the amount of money that they bring in, which can lead to less content, less quality content, and actually ending up losing more subs than the extra ones that they bring in. So even though it's at a higher price point, they're making more money from that than if they had more subs at a lower price point. Absolutely. And, uh, and uh, Rolf Holderge, which is Fusion X in chat, uh, he's answering your questions about uh, like FanFest and YouTube. Yeah, they make some money off YouTube like any other, uh, like, but they don't produce like consistent content to to recoup a lot of the money they could be making from YouTube. It's not like they're a content creator. They're just putting out trailers and such like that. Do they make some money? Probably. Is it a lot? Probably not. Um, as for FanFest, having known and talked to developers and other companies, uh, like, uh, for example, when I was doing Everca uh, Evercast and talking to uh, uh, Sony Online Entertainment when they were doing um, SOE Live, they take a loss. Like, any company that does that, uh, Blizzard for BlizzCon, uh, Final Fantasy XIV for FanFest, they all take a loss doing that because they, they do front a lot of that money. Um, the, the idea is they're going out there for the fans and to meet the people that pay for their game um and th that's honestly they don't have to do that they don't have to do a fan fest at all or anything like that but they do it because they want to show one that connection between developer and and the player of their game like very few companies get to experience seeing the people that play their game like mmos i think are that special like nook and cranny of like the gaming community where we can go out and and do a fest like that where the company comes out and, and sees everybody like sometimes you just have to go to like a, a pax east you know south or west or or east and and hopefully the developers are there you may only see one or two of them and it, you don't you don't get that like super like connection that you would get at a fan fest and plus you also get to hang out with all the other players from your data center and all that fun stuff so it's a lot. It's a lot of. It's a great question, by the way. Fantastic question. Um, having like played played MMOs for a long time and talking to developers and stuff, like I kind of like, and Shin having be, being a software developer, so he has more. Like, I, from a player standpoint, I agree. Like, a cheaper sub would be cool, but at the same time, I I I know that my money is going to good use. So, if that makes any sense, so, um. It really comes down to, too, like you are, especially when you go to free to play, you do a lot of time, like you end up getting nickel and dimed. So you, there will be a large 
group of players that won't pay anything and they're just kind of sitting there and playing the game because they can. But when you have to start, the server has to be funded somehow. So you get a few people or you get a bunch of people that end up buying a little couple things, whether it's going to be uh, an outfit or a mount or something like that. And then the prices have to usually go up a little bit because that's now your only source of income. And you have to do a lot more development on those things. Uh, when you start bringing in that, you're going to have, eventually you're going to start buying a few things on there. You probably will end up spending more over the course of time uh, on the, that sort of cash shop yeah. rather than not. Yeah. So, I, and that's how a lot of the other free-to-play games make their money to stay afloat. Like ESO, Tryon with Rift, uh, Black Desert Online, all those free to any of the free-to-play, or Black Desert's buy-to-play, I think. Um, but even then, buy to play like, uh, for example, Guild Wars. Guild Wars still relies on that cash shop to make to make money. Um, like even though you bought the game initially and you don't have to go to the cash shop, guess what? They're still relying on people using that cash shop to make money. Uh, so you have to take that into consideration. Um, any any company that doesn't have a fee monthly fee, they're going to look for other ways to make money off their their content they're providing. So. Um, never forget <laughs> klaus and chat hashtag never forget merch line savage uh i think they've learned for uh for frankfurt with the email pre-order of stuff so if we can get that next year i'd be so happy <clears throat> so uh uh thank you for that question uh Grito. Uh, that was a great uh question uh yet again so uh um so uh shin why don't we move on to uh this quick it's actually a really quick question um do you do you think we'll get the full cutscene at this uh at this fan no 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 i don't think we're gonna get the full cutscene yet uh Uh, my reasoning so before i answer why what do you think sounds like you think we will i think we will i think we'll get the song i think i i mean uh uh nabu is gonna be there you tell me he's not gonna like. Here's my song, and here's the whole trailer. I think it's totally gonna happen. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think we will get the song. I think that's that will be there. Considering everyone who's going to the event, I'm pretty sure we'll get the song. But I still don't think we're gonna see the full trailer be revealed because when they talked to us in Vegas, they were telling us that there was some 3.5 spo- spoilers in there, and we still have 3.5 the sorry 3.56 being released in March. So I don't think we'll quite get the full trailer yet. We'll probably get a little bit more than what we had, but I think the full trailer might come out later. Okay, so that being said, do you think we'll get the song and not the trailer? I think we'll get the song. I think we'll get more trailer than we did before. I just don't think we'll get the whole trailer. Got it. Got it. Uh, Fusion X in chat. Uh, keep in mind that Distant Worlds pianist uh, Benjamin Nuss is there too for the concert yeah it's gonna be a, a good concert i'm also excited to see the primals again just to see what different songs they play if i'm awake i would love to go and see it again uh you can always watch the uh the other what, the, the post recording yes so so uh so uh will we see will we see in-game video of the updated uh combat system? Do you think we'll see some of the I know we're not getting a totally like remade combat system, but do you think we'll see some of the like like the description of the changes that'll that'll happen in 4.0 for our classes? Uh 
I can't remember. Remind me again. Is the content or the combat changes coming with 4.0? Yes. Then yes, I think we're going to see at least preliminary uh, information around what's changing, how it's changing. They did tease it a little bit at uh, North American Fan Fest, but at this point, we're less than six months away until the patch drops where we get that or that new combat thing for such a major change i'd hope that they would start getting feedback from us now yes uh i, I agree uh but i think we'll we'll see kind of how like like all right if you take like we'll definitely see like you you'll we'll see a button that says tank and you click on tank and you'll just get the tanking like stuff like provoke and like the specific tanking skills uh credo in chat with a question is there is the gray highlighted hair dude from final fantasy 14 live letter going to be there also yoshi p uh, that'd be Foscon, and uh, yeah, uh, he should be there. Um, he was at all the other two fan fests. I don't see why he wouldn't be. So, eh? I mean, I got to meet him. He signed my book. He's super cool. Super like thankful for me, like any of us playing his game. He was like, "Thank you so much." I was like, "Bro, no, thank you." <laughs> like, I had nothing else to do all day except play your game, <laughs> go to work, <clears throat> and do this. <clears throat> so. uh this wasn't happening so much when we were there, though. This, this, this is more since. This is what are you talking about? This is <laughs> like a phoenix from the ashes. We rose. Yeah, because we sure as hell did burn beforehand. <laughs> um, I, at least I didn't go with the erectile dysfunction joke that I was going to go with. I went with the phoenix from ashes because it sounded more poetic. Do you want the red pill or the blue pill? Uh, oops. We know what the blue pill does. What's the red one? I don't want to know. Anyway, what thoughts? All right, Shin. What are, what are your thoughts? Um, we know what some of the raids are going to be named. What What do you think are going to be... Do you think, like, some of the trials and primals... What do, you, are you, do you think they're going to change things up? I mean, so far it's always been like a circle or a square or we're going to fall off the platform or be knocked off the platform. Do you think this is a good – 4.0 is a good spot to say we are going to mess with your mind. <laughs> we are going to turn some stuff upside down and get in there and shake some stuff up. So I'm not so sure if we're going to get like a massive shakeup in there. Um, we did see some interesting mechanics like when we were in Vegas, they talked about how they had – uh, the platforms for Leviathan and Sophia, basically they're flat and they use the surrounding camera to make it look like the flat's actually moving back and forth when really the stage is static. So I have a feeling that there's some limitations that we won't be able to see uh, a whole lot of new areas like you're kind of describing. But I could also see them finding new ways to kind of make that flat area differ. Like we've saw, we've seen with uh, Zervan, uh, with this one is it's flat and then suddenly it drops away and you fall through a hole yes into another circle <laughs> i i mean like and i think you and i i even i don't i mean i don't know if you agree with me or not but i think the zervan fight like i think i would have enjoyed a little bit more up top before the platform i felt like the platforms were short-lived i think it would have been a more interesting thing if the platforms kind of rose up and like midway through the fight we dropped down and did the other half so yeah, there's definitely some things that they could play with that would be kind of interesting. Um, I have seen other fights before that kind of use like a checkerboard pattern and squares drop intermittently through the fight and then reappear and then disappear. And Yes. There's some interesting mechanics that they can do with that as well. Um, but it'll be, we'll have to see how they kind of put it out. 
I don't think it'll be like crazy like that, but judging from their recent primal and alliance raid content, uh, I haven't done the Alexander content and I know you haven't yet either, but judging by the content that we have run, they definitely have stepped it up since <laughs> the old set of primals and trials. Yeah, I know. And I, some people in chat are going to be like, these guys don't raid. These guys are like, uh, guess what? We're scrubs. Count us as scrubs, but guess what? We hold, you throw us in a raid, we'll hold down. <laughs> we'll hold our shit down. We'll hold it down like nobody's business. We're veterans. <laughs> so just so, and just so let anybody know, if you don't think someone from another game that's ever raided can't come into Final Fantasy 14 and pick up and raid, <clears throat> I've raided in Warcraft since raided in EverQuest 2. And guess what? We, we rolled into, uh, uh, Dune Scathe like day one picked up the mechanics but we've done it what three times now and our group like our little fc we pretty much know the mechanics pretty straight on and we have no issues like you know let's get a podcast scrub static going statics scrub static scrub uh scrub edition right uh so back we had another question earlier uh, just to go back uh, are you excited for mermaid beast tribe is the mermaid beast tribe going to be disciple of war magic or crafting and gathering uh crafting and gra- crafting and gathering uh from what i understand because they are uh jewelry making i believe so i think they're crafters and gatherers um I think we're going to get those first, which makes sense. I think cra- you don't want crafters to be at the end. I would almost think you'd want your other beast tribes to be the catch up my other classes and get XP. And As long as it's not like the Moogles and we have to do hide and go seek for four hours before we finally unlock all the missions. Yeah. <laughs> Damn Moogles. <laughs> We'll never see those again. No, we gotta go play Catch the Snake, or whatever that is. Or Touch the Mermaid, I don't know what it's gonna be. Touch the Eel? Yeah. Please, please, let's move on before I say Cloaca. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, on a kind of side note, we are a little bit excited for the Mermaid Beast Tribe, because we've taken it as the uh, official, unofficial Beast Tribe of the Aqua Gleam Hunter Force, the official anime magical girls anime of maelstrom radio uh yeah so if you if you ever want to go back and listen to our old shows uh we've created a magical anime so if we can find someone who who wants to animate <laughs> the magical anime aqua gleam hunter Force, we have all the details <laughs> it should be easy so, all right. So you don't think they're really going to shake up? So you don't even think they'll shake up like their how the arenas are laid out? Like no more like I I know nothing too crazy from where we have right now. Like I can see them doing a little bit with it, but I don't think there's going to be anything too out of the ordinary compared to what we've seen. Nothing. Like, do you think there would be more dynamic sort of con? Like Zervon had that cool cutscene. Do you think there's going to be more dynamic cutscenes or stuff that we may have to do? I really hope not because I found the cutscene in Zervon. Well, it was really kind of cool. It was very distracting for the fight. Like you're fighting, you're fighting, you're fighting. Suddenly everything stops. You have to wait for a cutscene, and then you can go back to fighting. It's not. Uh, it, it's kind of interrupting. Just, just, just give you a heads up. Remember, they did say they were going to make this all these all this content more Final Fantasy like. So I would expect more of that. Stuff. Now, how invasive it gets, or how distracting it gets, would be based on fight. But we'll see. We will see. 
Uh, so, all right, big question, big question of the night. Where do you think the story's headed in 4.0? We know we're going to Alamigo, and we know we're going to go liberate something. <laughs> the, you know, the taco shack where the... Freedom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but, I, where, I mean, honestly, do you, do you, do you think pop... Is spoiler, <laughs> I guess? I mean, we did, we talked about this. <laughs> so, we did. So... Three point... Three point five, yeah, three point five spoilers ahead. Warning everybody. Yeah. So, do you think? I mean, do you think Papamo's dead? Do you think Ida is the Lady in Red? So we have talked about this a little bit before. Um, no, I don't think he's dead. I think he's kind of, or even if he is dead, I think he's going to come back somehow uh, in the future, just kind of like they did with Minfilia. She's not really gone. She, there's always the possibility that they could bring her back. Um, and I think that still lies the same because we didn't actually see the death. We just assumed that it happened based on the events that went on. Yeah, because he forced pushed me on the boat. He said, get out of here. And all of a sudden there's like a little blue moon above uh, a wall. <laughs> yeah, see, I wasn't a dick. I left of my own free will. <laughs> I wasn't a dick. I just wanted to <laughs> just pick the other option. <laughs> I was like, what did you pick? You're like this. And I got on the boat. I'm like, I'm going to pick the other one. See what happens. <laughs> that little asshole <laughs> threw me on the boat. I am kind of liking the the suggestion in chat from Rubicon Vale, uh, Cyber Poplamo, half Lalafell, half machine. Potato computer? Like, oh, like that potato clock from science where you hook up the no, wires? Like GLaDOS. <laughs> Potatoes. <laughs> I would love to have one of the, You know what? You could do that, and then you can have it as a minion that follows you around and just tells you how much you're doing poorly. <laughs> I really would love to see this now. Even if it's not Pop the Mo, I would love to have a little Lalafell cyborg following me around, <laughs> telling me how bad of a job I'm doing. I can't. I also am thinking that maybe we can just hire Chili to walk around behind us and tell us how bad we're doing. <laughs> Chili, are you coming to FanFest next year? Because uh, we have a job for you. You just have to follow us down. It's no. Just... This is so terrible. Just, I'll dress you up. We just throw some wires on you, <laughs> and just tell us a shit job we're doing. I can, I can know how to hook up an LED to a watch battery. <laughs> you just pop a couple of beep boop beeps and be good. We need to somehow get a picture of this, and that'll be the official mascot for the podcast Scrub Static. <laughs> oh. Oh, I like this show. We have fun. <laughs> Did I mention that lately? This show is silly as shit. <laughs> I love it. So, so where do you think we're going with 4.0? I don't know, but I Apart hope... from, like, cybernetic lala potatoes. <laughs> I kind of want that now in my life. Uh, t- <laughs> me, I think... <laughs> I think I think we may, may lose... Ida as a, a well, I don't know if we'll lose her as a scion. I think she made we broke the show. We really broke the show with that one. It's so good. Uh, I really think that uh, Ida's going to come out and we'll see the long hair. I don't remember she has a sister, so I, I, I do wonder where her sister is going to take place in this. Um, we also remember the uh, the monk um, story quest line. The he's the prince of Alamigo, so there is that to take into consideration. Uh, I, I would almost like him to be our, uh, our, uh, Estinian, except not as 
you know, I must kill dragons. You know? <laughs> a little more lighthearted and peppy and let's go. Um, so, uh, oh, geez. <laughs> he should be a lot. He should be a Lalafell. Our newest Indian should be a Lalafell. It would only be fitting for Alamigo. Like a little Pippin? <laughs> yeah, basically a Pippin. Pippin, Pippin is so underutilized. <laughs> He's like he's like the best haired like Lollapel and he's got the best accent. All the other Lollapels are like assholes. Pippin's like hello. <laughs> hey hey, Tataru. She does make clothes. Tataru is like best Lollapel. She does bring because she she has our measurements now. Yeah, she does bring people in to touch our wangs and whatnots. So, <laughs> anyway, I think. I think we're going to go liberate Alamigo, but I also think that something terrible is going to happen. <clears throat> and it may not be death. I Like, like I said, I'm like, like, there's always this big thing where a lot of people get attached to parts of the world. And I always have this big thought that you can always kill people and sometimes in, in the world of Final Fantasy, you just bring them back. And I don't think that is, is as de- devastating sometimes as killing off a piece of the world. Like, making a piece of the world that was once awesome and be like, man, remember that place? And all of a sudden, it's like, boom. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, shit. Like, it's gone. Remember what that place used to be? Yeah, right? So, I mean, I get it. Like, if you ever played Warcraft and went through Cataclysm, I understand. But, like, it doesn't have to be the whole world. It just needs to be a part of it. And it would be interesting to see maybe a part of Gridania's areas, the the Shroud, get take a hit. Uh you know who knows or maybe Linza gets hurt uh in, in a process there would be a lot of no merla would not put up with that shit oh no she wouldn't you don't mess with her no. actually you don't mess with any of the three yes commander you really don't you don't mess with any of them um so i don't know so yeah let's uh let's jump on our final thoughts uh so I, I, it's hard to give really final thoughts for uh our prediction show for FanFest, but I'm excited. I, I think it's it's great having a fan fest. I, I'm really excited for this one because we want to see what the job is, but then I also want to see Umatsu on stage. I want to hear the new song. Hopefully, get a trailer. <laughs> um, also, I'm excited to be awake at 4:30 in the morning, hanging out with uh, everybody that was here in chat. Because you, if you're awake, come hang out with us because we'll be here half asleep. <clears throat> have one hell of a time. All right, uh, Shin, you got any final thoughts? Yeah, so I I definitely think that it's going to be really interesting, and I'm really looking forward to the stream on Saturday, even if it's going to be at 4.30 in the morning here. Uh, But slightly side note, if we're going back to the whole, like, awesome things we want to see in 4.0, we know that Robon's lost an arm. Uh, We know that Magitek is a huge thing in uh, Final Fantasy. I really hope that we see him get some sort of cybernetic or Magitek arm replacement. Because it would just be awesome for Robon to be some sort of cyborg in this expansion and just go and kick ass. Yes, and uh, real quick, uh, just to make sure that you uh, get the free minion uh, for the show, just give us a follow. Make sure you're following us. So I can message you here on, on the Twitch with uh, the whatever minion you want. I'll go get it and I'll send it to you and get a free minion. Uh, so Rubicon Vale just kind of won the chat here. Papamo becomes Robon's arm. <laughs> but remember, his uh, his arm is in his closet. We've got that cannon. So wait, 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 <laughs> wait. This, he's like he's tired of looking at the arm, and then he just goes find Papamo and attaches Papamo like like the husk of Papamo on his arm, like on his nub. 
Oh wait, yes. or wait, is it like the the Poplamo cybernetic Poplamo where it's kind of like he's then he's got like a robotic like arm potato. <laughs> yes, he's got a potato arm. Potato arm, yeah. My only regret is that he didn't get to take his arm out and bitch slap uh, what's-his-face. I can't remember his name. It's just uh, too sloppy. Oh. <laughs> We're terrible with names. When it comes to, like, us on the fly with names, it's uh, it's, not all, it's not all really good. We really need to pick up our lore, especially yeah. since we just had a whole big... Uh, snippet with him and the reveal from the griffin and all of that stuff we had his name we had his name <laughs> i mean i could google it i'm just too lazy right now and we're doing a giveaway right why can't we use a uh credo in chat why we can't use uh can't can't he use a hook for his arm be like captain hook that's fair enough <laughs> he could be like uh be like roadhog from overwatch <laughs> just like swinging it out at people Thank you. So, there we go, Elbert. Hey, thank you. The giant ass. Yeah. That we got to brutally. Oh. Defeat. So, uh, speaking of uh, us brutally defeating. Yes, that. Uh, I did, did get. I did talk to our. Our. Uh, we had a third co-host, a former, like, former co-host. I did talk to him a little bit. He does want to come back at least once. I was talk to Shannon, but he does. We kind of he does want to come by, come by every once in a while and do lore for our show, like do a lore episode for us. Um, so you may see that once he builds his new computer, which I technically have his parts over here. He's sending me his case, <laughs> so I can build it and send it out. Um, so you may see that from us. Uh, so Shin, you got any uh, shout outs or any any wackiness while I pick a winner? All right, well, you're picking a winner. I'll give a couple shout-outs. Uh, I'm really terrible at covering everybody, so I'm just going to give a shout-out to all of the other podcasts out there. They're really, really awesome, uh, but especially to the ones that are kind of all around and that we're always constantly talking to, uh, particularly shouting out Google Go Around uh, because they did mention us yesterday, and I have quite a few really awesome uh sound bites from that podcast last night so if you haven't given a listen you should definitely listen to uh what i think was their first live on twitch podcast it's technically their second <laughs> it was their second time was that their second time going live yeah it was their second okay second but also f- apparently if you get enough crystals together you could summon me like a primal so i think i'm a primal that's true. We did learn something new. Yeah. Uh, also, thanks for everyone who came out in chat. I would try to name all of you, but I would probably forget someone and they'd be pissed off at me forever and we'd lose 300 subscribers that we don't have right now. So <laughs> just general love to everybody. <laughs> um, I want to shout out everybody in chat. Uh, shout out everybody's name real quick. Thank you so much for everybody coming out and hanging out with us. Chili, Donkatron, Credo, Klaus, FFXIV. Uh, Priestly Apotica, Rolfelder, JK Fusion X, and Rubicon Vale. Thank you all so much for joining us. Uh, if you haven't checked out the uh, Gamerscape uh, content creator uh, list, um, it's posted on Reddit. You can go to Gamerscape, and it's right up there. We're on it. A bunch of other content creators. It, we're not the only ones doing this kind of stuff um, by by any means, and there's a lot more people doing a lot more creative and cooler stuff and shows and videos and 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 magazines. All from the community, all doing Final Fantasy XIV content, free of charge. You just get to go watch it and show them support and love. And 
uh, you know, you can't beat a supportive community. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen has been good to us, and we just like to come and hang out and talk and have a fun show. Uh, and as much as it loves us, we haven't reciprocated as much. Yeah. And We've given uh, it a lot of crap. <laughs> we tend to do that. Uh, but uh, I, I do like that about us. Uh, as much as we do love this game, we also are, uh, we try to keep it, uh, you know, keep hope alive because you got to keep it real sometimes with the game because i mean i'll be the first person to call something on their bullshit so you know but right now i'll i'll I'll, I'll see what's going on saturday make me feel good you know don't forget about the beard battle class that's right beard battle let me let me talk about that real quick so uh klaus klaus from from uh phoenix down radio challenged me to do a beard battle uh, we posted our picks. I, I did get my beard trimmed up today, but it is, I live in Florida. I have an excuse. It is hot as crap down here. It's humid. My beard gets really warm. It sweats. It's not great, right? It's not good. But guess what? It was long, and it was bushy as hell. It was bushier than it is, and I took a picture of it. And I posted it. Uh, round one is up there. So uh, is, and it, this, this is all going to a good cause. Uh, loser just donates $50 to uh charity of the winner's choice. That's it. Uh, so it, it does, it's all good fun. And, uh, I think that tweet is up on the Phoenix town radio, uh, website. We'll retweet it. I'll retweet it. We'll hustle. Um, sh- uh, uh, Klaus, how long is this battle going for? Is it like ne- until the next Monday or one week or Sunday night? What's going on? We'll post it. We'll just give it's a poll. I'm not sure how long the poll is going to last, so we'll just figure it out. We'll post it out. Go vote on Twitter. Follow Phoenix at Phoenix Down Radio. Follow at Maelstrom uh, underscore Radio on and follow Shinter Flatus. You'll see us tweeting it all out. I'm sure seven days. All right, perfect. Good enough for a battle for me. So uh, I don't know. You can find us. I oh, mean, there's so much. Uh, ch- oh, Chili. By the way, I will message you on Twitch. So get your thing. Pick out what you want. Let me know. So, Shin, uh, we did it, man. We went through our show. Next Monday, we will uh, talk about Final Fantasy XIV's uh, Fan Fest and uh, see how wrong we were. Because <laughs> it's all I can do at this point. Uh, so, Shin, I know you got nothing left, right? I'm not. All right. So, until sea swallows all. Till lala swallow all. Yep. And all hail lava scorpion. And Poplamo is the cyber potato. Thank you all so much. See you all next Monday. Maelstrom Radio is a production of MaelstromRadio.com, Blackfire Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Aorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Opening theme provided by Benjamin Anthony James. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash ben773. Our outro is provided by Soto. You can find more of their music over at soundcloud.com forward slash Soto. Views and opinions expressed on this episode are of those of Maelstrom Radio and their hosts, and do not reflect the views and opinions of Square Enix. And until C swallows all, keep listening.